It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to The Recap. Your host, Tamara and Lisa, are here live to discuss episode by episode the AMC original series, The Walking Dead Season 9. If you missed the live show, don't worry. You can always catch the episodes at any time on Google Podcasts and Apple Podcasts. Subscribe for free at shelfaddiction.com. Before we get going, I want to remind you that we want your participation in this conversation. If you're listening live on Spreaker, hit us up in the comment section. You can also comment on Twitter using the hashtag TheRecapLive. You can find Tamara on Twitter at Shelf Addiction, and you can find Lisa on Twitter at LisaOrbanAuthor. If you're catching this on a replay, you can still comment on Twitter or by using the voicemail link in the show notes from anywhere around the world. We want to hear from you and include your comments in upcoming episodes. Get excited. The show starts now. Hey, Lisa. <laughs> same to you, lady. Same to you. It was wonderful. Too short, as always. You know the drill. <laughs> hmm. That's a good thing. You need the room. Yes. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, but it'll be done real soon, though. Oh, cool. Fun stuff. Well, we also have some other fun stuff to talk about today, and that is Sunday's episode. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Um, oh, you know what? Oh, thank you, live listener. Someone told me they couldn't hear Lisa. Can you hear them now? Let's see. Hello. Can you hear me now? We're on 30 second delay. She probably can hear you because I did alter something. So. Oh, okay. Oh, goodness. Well, start over. Tell me. <laughs> we'll start over. How was your weekend, Lisa? <laughs> my weekend was great. I was I'm moving into a new office and I was painting in my new office this weekend because I need more space for my uh, for my publishing company because there's a lot of paperwork. Oh, fun. <laughs> fun and stuff. I'll post pictures when I'm done if anybody wants to see them. Yeah, on Instagram, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh, I love Instagram. I love it. Anyway. Yeah. There's some pictures up right now of the as I'm working on it, too, if you want to go look. Okay, cool. All right. So as we were saying, we're here to talk about Sunday's episode, but Lisa, yes. you had heard some traumatic news, right? Yes. And this almost affected me because I was DVRing it. And, um, but apparently there was a screw up with the, uh, with the scheduling and they had it down as only an hour episode, not an hour and 24 minutes. So mine did it too. Cut right off at, at right at an hour. And so that 24 minutes didn't get recorded. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's dreadful. So did you um, re-record it like at the next recording, which was like, what, 1 a.m. or something? Well, what I did, what had happened was, is I, I started watching the recording because I was like, I don't know, uh, 15 minutes behind. I was running late last night painting, remember? And uh, and I got caught back up. So I was able to flip over to live mm -hmm. um, and catch the rest of it. But yeah, I, I, I about had a meltdown. 
Oh my and, God, uh, yeah. they even announced it on, uh, on the talking dead. They're like, Hey, we're really sorry. You know, so spoiler alert, this whole episode is nothing but spoilers. Um, uh. uh, <laughs> and right after the walking dead, they played it again. So, and that one was on the correct time slot, but, uh, but yeah, it was, a uh, it was a big snafu. Oh man. Well, I'm sure everyone by now, I mean, the people who are like hardcore by now, they've figured out what's what and seen the rest of it. Hopefully. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, yeah. I mean, it was, I mean, and my God, if I had missed that last 20, because that last 24 minutes, <gasps> to know that, to, 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 to realize I would have missed that, oh, mm-hmm. that would have been painful or hurt. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. It would have, because that was the biggest part was like the end of it. Yeah, it was right there, because the, the, where, my, where my DVR cut off was when Alpha sat down in the movie theater with Lydia. Oh, <laughs> and then it cut oh. right there. Damn. Okay, yeah. so I would have missed everything after that. Ouch. <laughs> so, yeah. And that's pretty much where everyone else's DVR cut off, too, is right after Lydia or Alpha sat down with Lydia. Mm. You know that part? I was like, oh, shit. The minute I'm like, oh, no. Like, poor Lydia. You're busted. You're caught. Yeah. Well, and... Yeah, and it's kind of funny because, I mean, again, because the communities have been spread out for so long, you know, and they haven't really been connecting. You know, Alpha is there wandering among everyone. She talks to the king. Oh, I know. And, you know, and because she knows, you know, she's been listening to everyone. um, She knows that there's been this division and, and she uses that to her advantage. And, man, oh. She is a horrible human being. <laughs> <laughs> yes, she is. Okay, let's let's talk about how the elephant. Okay. So the end. Let's start with the end because that yeah. shit was dramatic, okay? Um, but I also want to talk about how you think she got all of them because I feel like maybe there were other whisperers also in disguise wearing yes. other people's clothes. We just didn't see them. And and that's that's been my assumption. I don't think she did them all on her own. I think she had others that came in with her because again, everyone's seen them in their masks. They, they have no idea what they honestly look like. And as long as she didn't bring like Beta, who's very distinctive, you know, she, you know, they could blend. Yeah, and could. and and my guess is is as long as they came, if she came in individually, I think it would have raised more eyebrows. But if she came in with you know five, four, five, six people. Then they would just assume that they're from one of, you know, from Hilltop or from Alexandria, you know, or even Riverside. Mm-hmm. You know, they have no idea. I kind of had a feeling that was going to happen when she started cutting off the woman's hair. I'm like, why would she cut off her hair? I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, no, what is she going to do? I kind of knew she was going to do something shady, but I didn't know exactly what. But I'm like, why else cut off the woman's hair? You know, she's not a walker yet, so you can't use her skin. Yeah. You know, I was, yeah, I was looking at that going, what? Oh, man. And just that, that whole thing was just freaking creepy. And I would like to say that, you know, our, our guess on the highwayman was correct. Yeah. <laughs> they were there for cannon fodder. You know, yeah, I guess, you know, honestly, I really ultimately don't understand what the purpose was of them. I mean, when it's all said and done, I guess they were just a a vehicle, like we were saying, but mm-hmm. technically, yeah, they came into the rescue to rescue people that could never get rescued. So what was the mm-hmm. point? I mean, they didn't have them before, so they just wanted I, I more think, bodies. Well, I think it had more to do with the comics. They were, uh, there was, I, I think they were trying because in the comics, you know, there, there's been a lot of divergence. Um, so in the comics, it wasn't necessarily the same people. And I think they used them to, to fill out that, that pike without having to kill off too many characters that we actually knew. Oh, so there were 10 in the comic mm-hmm. because I thought I had read somewhere that the only actual character from the show that was actually on the pikes in the comics was Tammy. Mm-hmm. And all the rest were like, you know, the show doing what they want to do. Yeah. So, um, I mean, they, again, they don't go precisely, but um, they, they try to 
at least followed the spirit of it. And and this was their, I, I think, I think the highwaymen were part of their concession so they could have the heads on the spike without having to disrupt too much of the rest of the integrity of the show. Oh my gosh. And you know, honestly, <laughs> I don't think the hardcore fans could take any more major losses this year. So it was a good decision to do what they did. Mm-hmm. You know, because the the kids from Hilltop, you know, we really hadn't, we knew they were there. They they had a little bit to do earlier in the season, but, you know, they weren't anybody's primary. But man, when it came to Tara, oh, Tara. That hurt I your feelings? It, it, it shocked me. And, and, and also that, that leaves a power vacuum in, in Hilltop. There's no leader in Hilltop anymore. True. They've, they've lost two. True. You know, that's Jesus and and Tara. So that that's not good. So I have no idea who's going to take, because there really is no one else that has as far that people will follow, you know, like they did with, you know, with the other three. Um, well, I think there is honestly. Okay. So first you I, think? I think, okay. So Daryl is an option. They know him. You mm-hmm. know, he's an option. He's not the best leader ever, but I think people would follow him just because of who he is. Um, mm-hmm. But also, I didn't even think of this, but only because I saw the preview for next week. Um, so again, guys, spoiler. So if you didn't see the preview, they are leaving the kingdom and we know yeah. Zeke and Carol are still alive. So maybe mm-hmm. they could go to Hilltop. Yeah. That perhaps I mean yeah because in, in the very for the for next week it's there uh the kingdom has finally fallen mm-hmm. and, and and I don't honestly I don't know what what could have happened that was so bad that they could that they had to leave in a snowstorm <laughs> well yeah. I guess they didn't leave in a snowstorm I guess it hit them after they left because when they show them shutting the doors it's it's clear but, I mean, uh, I'm, I'm going to guess because it's a slight shift forward, we're going to see what happens from the, the time that, you know, everyone is dead to the mm-hmm. time where they're on the road walking. I think we're going to somehow in flashback or something, we're going to see what's causing that. Because, you know, the whole time we know that winter is coming. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, so I mean, but they're still wearing summer gear. So I'm thinking it's probably like late September, maybe early October. Um before you know so it's at least i don't know in my guesstimate five or six weeks before like winter maybe Mm -hmm. maybe a little more um because alpha was so nice to drop us some lines like sweater weather is coming right i have a feeling it's gonna be a hard winter i'm like oh bitch yes Mm -hmm. (laughs) so anyway yeah and, and and there's here's my other you know i'm wondering if it is um if they're traveling to one of the other encampments or if they are out as a group looking for a new home. Although for me, if they were looking for a new home, I would have sent scouts. You know. Yeah, I don't think that only because, I mean, they just went through all of that. Signing the, you know, mm-hmm. the charter, getting back in each other's good graces, kind of trusting each other again. I can't mm-hmm. believe that they would go somewhere else. Well, I mean, if they, like I said, I mean, if they were just looking for a new settlement for everyone. Um, you know, like I, I could see them, like I said, for me, I, I would have sent out scouts for something like that, but something really disastrous would have had to happen for the entire group to just up and leave. Um, because even if the pipes burst, you know, the, the fact is, is they had food, they have shelter, they have heat. I mean, so unless the place caught on fire or something devastating happened, they could, I mean, they could. They could winter it out, you know, if they had to, so to speak, Yeah. in my opinion. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, water is grand. Don't get me wrong. I, you know, this winter I went a couple of days without water because of the hard freeze and it sucked. But, you know, it didn't drive me out of my house either. So it's got to be something else then. Yeah. Or it's something more. Be- it's got to be something devastating. Mm-hmm. And I don't think they were under attack because in the, in the, uh, um, the preview, it showed them, you know, saying, you know, the kingdom is, is done and they closed the door behind them. Mm-hmm. Um, if they were under attack, they would not have been that calm about everything. Yeah. <laughs> so, and, you know, and then they, of course, are, 
they end up crossing the the line of heads to get to where they're going. So again, I don't know where they're trying to go because they can they can get to the other communities without crossing those heads, as far as I know. Well, I guess we'll have to wait and find out unless we want to look up some spoilers, but um Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so you know what I did like the best about how they kind of brought us to that horrific point is I like that we didn't actually see everything and I liked mm-hmm. the music and I liked I mean, I feel like the way they like made that happen, it was just very uh like torturous. <laughs> and poor Carol, I feel bad for Carol. Jeez, that was horrific for her. And well, and she has lost every child. Yeah. She can't keep a kid. I don't know. And, you know, I mean, and it's not even for, for lack of effort. No. You know, this was, I mean, they, they thought they were safe. And, you know, she left him in the kingdom, you know, instead of taking him with her on the assumption that he would be safe with, you know, safer with all those people and everything. And, yeah, I mean, it, she, I mean, she has to be absolutely devastated. And I was watching The Walking, or Talking Dead, and someone says, you know, considering Carol set, you know, a group of people on fire for, for hitting Henry, what do you think she's going to do with someone who killed him? Oh, my God. <laughs> it's only a matter of time um, before she enacts some kind of revenge or something, I feel like. Uh, yeah, it's. Yeah, it's tough for her. And then I feel like when they all, right before they left and they said their goodbyes, I got this like real strong feeling that Carol was second guessing her choice to leave. Like the way she was Mm -hmm. looking at them, like something wasn't sitting right. Yeah. Well, I mean, she didn't want to go. I mean, they had no idea what they were going into. And, you know, things are getting dicey again. Yeah. So... But at the same time, I mean, Henry really, he wasn't up for travel. Not really. I mean, his leg is, is was hurt and he was moving slow. And so having him along was not, was not, a, leaving him behind was the right choice to make. You know, considering they had no idea that Alpha had gotten in there. Oh, I know, right? Okay, let's and, go. And for, I think, go ahead. Go. Oh, I was just going to say, and I think she picked her victims very carefully. I don't. I feel like the only victim that she handpicked was Henry. I feel like she picked Henry and his dumb butt went off to fix some pipes. So gotcha. But mm-hmm. I feel like the rest were just opportunity because she really didn't have a clear connection to any of them except Henry. And of course, we know that the highwayman was really an accident. A happy accident. Right. right. The highwaymen were an accident. But if you think about it, she went, you know, they they, they showed like when... um. Uh, oh, what's her name? Uh, the older woman. I can't remember her. Tammy. Tammy. There we go. Mm-hmm. You know, Tammy was walking behind him with the baby mm-hmm. that they had, you know, saved. And, oh, no, I don't want to call him uh, Adam because I knew what Adam in school. Oh, were you sure that you weren't the asshole kind of thing? So you see her there. You, and then you see her walk by the booth. Um where they're having the CPR class. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so she, she, you can hear her listening to all their conversations. And that's why I say, I think that she, she picked some of these people for, for, for maximum hurt, you know? Hmm. Cause possibly. she was there all day long. Yeah, possibly. And know. and I'm sure opportunity, I mean, I'm sure she had alternates, but, but like I said, the ones that she, a lot of the ones aside from the highwaymen, you know, Tara was a leader from, from Hilltop, you know, they got the doctor, you know, they've got Henry. Um, oh my gosh. Speaking of the doctor, Tammy had, let's talk about him for a second. Let's talk. Saeed? Yes. Saeed. Yeah. Okay. He was the one who survived. He gave the mm-hmm. speech at the end. Mm-hmm. What did you think about his little... This is what happened. This is the story I want to tell. Thing. I liked it. I liked it. Mm-hmm. I I thought it was. Um. I don't know. I thought it was is reminiscent of of a speech that um, Rick would have made. Mm-hmm. Uh, with a little more humanity into it. <laughs> 
Yeah, I actually, you know, and it's funny because I was thinking about this earlier and I thought it was a good speech. I mean, I didn't, <laughs> I feel like they needed to hear that like badly, um, that they fought in the end, uh, because that was her point was to terrify them and right. to scare them into submission. So well, and even when the highwaymen came in, I mean, they came in, you know, with no hesitation to, to rescue them and not even, you know, I mean, it was three, three against the entire rest of the group. So, um, you know, it kind of showed that reaching out to other groups, there are strength in numbers and, and they didn't go quietly. They didn't go as sheep. You know, they, they, they stood up for each other. Mm-hmm. And, and I think that was the important part right there. They stood up for each other, even though they lost. But in a way they kind you know, they, they were never defeated. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So do you think there's any, and I'm only asking you this because my friend brought up to me earlier, this, this question. So I hadn't thought of this, but I want to know what you think. Do you think it's possible that Sadiq kind of disclosed some information to Alpha to stay alive? Like, do you think it's more than what he was showing or do you think we should take it at face value? I think we should take it at face value. I think in a way it is more terrifying for him to, to, to be the, well, part of it is, is the uncertainty, mm-hmm. you know, People have been taken and released. People have been taken and been killed. You just don't know with her. Mm-hmm. So there's, I, I think she likes the uncertainty that there is to try and, and, and really instill the idea that, you know, there is no certainty in this world. She is extremely yeah. unpredictable. Yeah, I agree with you. I just wanted to and, see if you had a different point of view on it. Cause I'm like, I liked the speech. I thought it was legit. I really did. Um, mm-hmm. I didn't think anything shady about it. Uh, no, I don't. I, I don't think so either. Um, I th- and, and I don't think he knew what happened to him. He yeah, I, he was knocked out. I guess yeah. And so I, I think he. I don't think it really mattered which one. I think the only one that was absolutely des- destined to die was Henry. Mm-hmm. I mean, because they the fact that Alpha let all of the our three people go right without mm-hmm. a scratch. She let them go mm-hmm. um, because she knew what she wanted. She threw the threat. <laughs> mm-hmm. She knew she had her wall of torture up there. So I guess, you know, again, that was like more, I guess, to reinforce to other people. They will go home and tell these people what not to do or else kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So, well, and I, I think, again, Sadiq was left alive because they were he was left in that field and she told them. Ba- not so much, not outright to, to look for Sadiq, but, oh, you'll see, you'll get, you know, you'll get the message. Mm-hmm. And I think Sadiq was too, you know, it wasn't just the heads, mm-hmm. but it was Sadiq's, you know, recount of the event. The fact that they were not safe, that these people were in their, within their walls, they, they slipped in and took them out yeah. and, you know, got them out of the community without anyone even noticing Mm-hmm. You know, even with their heightened alert, the fact is, is they got in and out without anyone noticing. And that is terrifying. It is terrifying. I mean, the thing that struck me as odd is that all of these security type people, you know, the the leaders that, are, that know mm-hmm. what a threat this is. They're like, oh, let's not interrupt the fair. Let's let them have their day kind of thing. <laughs> We can handle this on the side, but no one is thinking uh, they're just, they got, they got tricked and they fell for it. Like, well, and, and I think they thought they were safe in a certain, I don't think they realized that Alpha knew where they were or that the kingdom even existed. So, you know, from that, you know, and because even Tara said, it, it's not you they're going to go after. Right. It's us. That's so their thought. their entire focus was on Hilltop, getting Hilltop safe to the point where they 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 turned a blind eye to their own backyard. Mm-hmm. And it, it was stupid of them, but also given the information they had, understandable. And And yeah. I don't think it ever occurred to them that they mm-hmm. that they would take off their skins and. And enter in, and <clears throat> let's face it, Alpha with her with her bald head and everything else is fairly distinctive. 
I don't think it occurred to anyone that she would, you know, scalp someone for their hair. (laughs) They didn't think that she would scalp someone for her hair, but she's about to have someone murder a baby. Yeah, I know. Well, I just, I I mean, (laughs) anything is possible. Anything is possible. But I mean, you have to think that to think like a killer, to to understand what a killer is going to do, you have to think like them. And they don't think like her because, you know, they're not psychotic. Yeah, you know, that's, the closest I, one would probably be Daryl. I this always point. say, don't try to understand crazy, right? You can't if right. you're not crazy. I always say that. But that's just because of that. I just would never say anything's off limits. Right. But again, I mean, even me watching the show was going, why is she taking the hair? <laughs> For what exactly? <laughs> why would she take the woman's hair? Yeah. You know, and then, I mean, it was a light bulb moment. But again, I'm watching this, okay? I'm yeah. not even in the thick of it. So it, I, I can see where, again, it is very easy to to overlook the crazy, mm. the, the, the level of crazy that she is. And, and I don't think it ever, because up to this point, all their warfare has been pretty straightforward. You know, there really wasn't so much espionage, you know? And and I and if it wasn't for the fair, this couldn't have happened because in any other time, a group showing up like this would have been watched. Mm-hmm. So they took advantage of a situation where everyone's guard was down, where there were so many people there that ever that nobody knew everybody. Under normal circumstances, there's no way that Alf and her group could have slipped in unnoticed, yeah, and and unquestioned. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it it just. It, circumstance worked in her favor at this point oh for sure absolutely um let's talk a little bit about the fair i thought it was really fun how they kick things off with a little speech from zeke and uh yeah that was fun all the feel goods it is ryan here and i have a question for you what do you do when you win like are you a fist pumper a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. In the beginning, mm-hmm. all the feel goods. Like we even got, um, you know, uh, Henry was brought back and, you know, Michonne came, everyone's hugging, the Kelly and Connie moments, you know, their sisters, how could you leave me kind of thing. And Mm -hmm. I mean, all of the happy feels, I just knew, I just knew something bad was coming. Oh, yeah, you knew that. But there was also, there was a really nice feel to, I mean, it had a, you know, there was this mix of old and new and, you know, swap meat and, Mm -hmm. you know, medieval you know, festival all going on at once. Yeah. You know, they had the, you know, the, the rotisserie chickens and the candied apples on the, on the stick and, you know, a dunk tank and, you know, and then they, looks fun. (laughs) And then they had the CPR classes and, you know, and how to do this. And, you know, they were showing like the, like the different Smiths working. Oh, well, I think this kind of, whatever works good, you know, but you're getting all these little feels for everybody, mm-hmm. you know, all their different professions and all their, you know, all the skills that they've learned and how they're sharing them with each other. And it was really neat. I, I just, and, and of course in the back of my head going, Oh, something bad's going to happen. Oh yeah. Whenever you, you get know, too happy like this, it's just not, it, you, they can't let you have it for long. No. Well, and, and, and again, there was, because there were so many people in, there was no way to keep track of everybody. Um, there was a certain complacency that if if you were there, you were supposed to be there was an un, unvoiced assumption. You know, because mm-hmm. even yeah. you know Ezekiel going up to to Alpha. Hi, I don't think we've met. Oh my god, you know? was that conversation so creepy to you too? Yes, her her voice. It's like she changed her voice to sound like I'm so meek, and I no, I don't hurt anyone. I'm like yeah. you talking like that is creeping me out. <laughs> she pulled a Carol, man. She pulled a Carol, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, for much darker means, but yeah, you know, sure. <laughs> mm. yeah. I 
I really enjoyed this episode. I did. Um, and it really the first hour of it was just, it was nice. And, and, and they got the declaration signed and, yeah, you charter, know, which that was a nice moment. Yeah. You know, and, and then, you know, the fact that, you know, Michonne, you know, stepped back and she's like, no, father Gabriel, it should be you. You're the head of the council acknowledging that, mm-hmm. you know, it, it is him. And, and the fact that, you know, that when uh Tara stood up and she's like, well, this isn't, you know, she wasn't supposed to be here. And all three groups went, well, you know, when we saw you on the other side of the line with the governor, you know, right. <laughs> and then, you know, and um, Riverside's like, you, you, when you washed up on our shores, we were going to kill you. So, I mean, everyone has come from somewhere and, and it, they weren't always necessarily one of the quote unquote good guys. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, alliances have changed you yeah. know throughout the seasons and 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 i thought it was good of them to to point that out because i think sometimes we forget that tara was on the side of the governor for for a long time oh yeah oh i didn't forget but i think they also you know took steps which should have been a clue to everybody you know mm-hmm. for her to get right you know square up with michelle like oh you know i did take it i you know i'm sorry <laughs> she apologized and michelle yeah. apologized so it's kind of like okay let's square tara's character up let's make her good with everybody mm-hmm. do the right thing before we offer yeah you know so i mean and that was the one nice thing about this thing this fair has, was there was a lot of hatchets buried and not in somebody's back and you know there was a coming together in in all the different groups interacting i I think it really did as ezekiel hoped you know strengthen their bonds and and really point out you know all of us working together and and trading and this is a good thing Mm -hmm. you know as they were learning because again you could also it wasn't just the fair itself it was the fact that you could hear all the different groups talking and and sharing the things that they have learned. Yeah, even and, like and, the skill fight, like the skills in fighting, they were all talking mm-hmm. about, oh, we could teach that. We can train here. Let's think mm-hmm. about this place. That was kind of cool to see. Yeah. You know, so, you know, they're recognizing that, you know, individually they they might be able to stand, but together they are, you know, they're they're more than just individual communities. You know, that the, yeah. and and I think even going forward not necessarily the highwaymen, um, but having groups of people even patrolling, I can see that being one of the things that they start doing is, you know, in between the three encampments. And and you even saw uh, Eugene had traded for, uh, for parts for a, a CB radio so that the different communities could possibly start being able to communicate with each other over long range. So, which honestly is, I they should have done that a long time ago. Yeah. They should have set up towers so that they could do CB radios across, you know, so they could communicate fast if they had to. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe they've, they'll set that up <clears throat> soon. I mean, I don't know. I'm really curious to see what, what the finale is going to hold now. I mean... <laughs> I don't know. I'm just like, I was so awestruck with last night's episode. I was just like, wow, I think this was the best episode of the season to me. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. It, I mean, it, 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 it never really dragged it, it. And it allowed us to see a lot of characters together that haven't been around each other for more than a season. Mm-hmm. You know, so it was really nice to see everyone together. Or at least all the, the the big the big people, you know, that we've gotten to know. And it, it was nice. You know, it was a horrible ending. But <laughs> it it was a shocking ending. And you know, I I mean I'll say it again. I mean, if you had to do the storyline and there are gonna be people on the, you know, chopped off, you know, chopped off heads, I feel like they made good choices. I feel like they did. Um mm-hmm. I've never been a Tara fan. I'm like, okay, bye. <laughs> Henry's getting on my nerves. But I gotta say, I feel like um by them killing him made like reinforced that he really wasn't stepping into Carl's shoes and he just had his own storyline. Mm-hmm. 
Well, he uh, they they talked about this a little on The Walking Dead that you know he was picking up part of the role of Carl. Uh huh. Um, but I, I not they, they have a yeah, but they they're they're kind of like spreading out that mm-hmm. particular role. Mm-hmm. Um, I think uh, Daryl will will kind of fulfill other parts of that role. Um, because you can kind of see that she's fought, you know, pretty close to him at this point. Um, he takes her to the spike, um, in the, uh, in the previews for, for next week, it's, you know, she's there by his side, um, for the most part. So, you know, I think he's going to fulfill kind of a mentor role. Yeah. Like that adoptive dad kind of role Mm -hmm. thing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's already trying to talk Carol out of doing something to her on the sly. Yeah. You know? He's and like, it hey, is really it's okay she's a good kid <laughs> yeah well and even um it i wanted to kind of point out too that, that scene where uh with with henry and his head on the spike and uh he grabs her and he's like don't look don't look mm-hmm. that's almost exactly how it played out with um with her daughter because mm-hmm. he, he was the one that, you know, that grabbed her and said, don't look, mm-hmm. you know, and held her when when she collapsed. So, you know, this is the second child she's lost and, and he's been there for her both times. Oh, so oh, they really they've been there for each other and they will mm-hmm. be. I don't think there's anything Daryl could do that would like make Carol feel like they're not family. You know what I mean? I feel like they're mm-hmm. in it for the long haul. They're like family. So yeah. Yeah. Well, and yeah. And even, and, and, and I have to say Enid when she, you know, her, I, man, I, I were, I don't know. She, she probably is the one that surprised me the most that she was up on the, on the pike. You know what? Out of she all the characters. surprise me, but they foreshadowed too. One of her things that she said, you know, while her little man was up there singing, mm-hmm. she's like, oh, when it's all over, I'll make fun of you only a teeny bit for the rest of our lives. Of our lives. Yeah. Bam. <laughs> no, not the rest of yours. So. Right. Well, I mean, it's because, you know, she, like Carl, has kind of grown up on this show and, you know, she's taken on the role of a doctor and has been not central but you know she's been a fairly important character for you know at least this season and uh so yeah i was a little surprised i thought they would keep her around for a little bit longer yeah i mean and i can't remember she hasn't really been on screen that much though until this episode yeah um now her boyfriend i can't remember his name off the top of my head i think it's aaron right is that it aaron might be um, now, as far as Hilltop goes, it wouldn't surprise me if he's the one that at least temporarily filled. Oh, no, it's Alden, Aaron. not Aaron. It's Alden. Alden. There, that there makes more go. sense. There we go. Um, but it wouldn't surprise me too much if he stepped in as the leader for a little bit. Um, because he has been in a, in a quasi leadership role for a while now. Mm. And uh, so it wouldn't, I mean, I, I don't think he would be maybe the best fit, but, you know, they, they have lost three leaders here. They have. <laughs> so, you know, <laughs> in a pinch, you know, especially consider they're, they're kind of under, under threat. Uh, he might do for right now, at least until they can figure out who, who they really want, you know, to lead them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I mean, of course, we can't discount. Um, you know, who, what characters may return like Maggie eventually. Right. Um, yeah. At some point, And she'll be like, what the hell has happened? I, you know, honestly, <laughs> considering they live in the apocalypse, I think there will be sorrow, but no surprise. Yeah. yeah. And, and they do actually keep in contact with Maggie to a certain degree. So, you know, she will be eventually be made, be made aware of what's going on. Oh yeah. Eventually. Once she once they catch up with, I do believe they're the Commonwealth still. I still think that, um, yeah. that group, but we don't really know for sure yet. Mm-hmm. Um, and and then of course we've also got you know and and I'm sure they'll whenever they send word about you know the the deaths and everything else that uh, they'll also bring up the the, the new threat, the whisperers. Hey, you might oh, want to watch. You know, speaking of which, I did notice like. 
um, that Alpha did drop the group name <laughs> to Daryl so they could stop calling them Skins. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, there's that. That was a lot of freaking zombies. Yeah. Oh, my God, that was a lot of zombies. They That's must scary. have been gathering them for a long time. Yeah. Like, what are they just going around, rounding them up, bringing them back to the same, like, kind of holding area? I think so. Well, yeah. and she even said that her people were among them, hurting them, mm-hmm. keeping them in line. So I, I think, you know, they're they're ba- basically shepherds at this point of the dead, and, and they're making sure they stay within a certain area, keeping them herded up. <sighs> you know, that might be another reason why the kingdom is moving, because... You have to be with other people that can fight. Mm-hmm. That threat is right there. I mean. Yeah. And and her camp. I mean, they even said you like our camp. And that camp was not not even a half a day's from from where they were, were at. Right. You know, I mean, we're, we're talking maybe two hours walking distance, which really isn't all that far. You know. No. Yeah. No, it's not that far. Not really. <laughs> Oh, goodness. Wow. Okay, so what else was going on in this episode? I feel like we might be Alpha missing cried. a couple things, huh? Alpha cried. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Okay, I was surprised. Okay, first, let me just say, when her and Lydia were having their little showdown, I'm like, they have like this awkward, like physical thing going where she's like mm-hmm. trying to shove her and she's trying to push her off her. I'm like, what is that? It's kind of weird. It looked kind of awkward to me. But then when Lydia kind of gave her the ultimatum, like, look, I'm going to scream and they're going to kill you. Okay. So I don't, I'm giving you a choice here. I'm like, oh, balls. She showed some. Right. For one. Well, and I think that <laughs> that whole awkward thing was this up until this point, Lydia has never balked at anything her mother has done. She yeah. has silently and submissively followed her mother. Mm-hmm. Um, has never even questioned her, you know, what the way her mother ran things. And it wasn't until she was introduced to something different that she began to question what her mother had, you know, instilled in her. And the fact that it, she has now gained enough s- strength and, and, and it's not, she's not really strong yet, you know, but, but she's, she's willing to try. You know, she's putting it on for size. And and the fact that she is resisting her mother. No, you know, don't make me do this. You know, and she is not submitting, which is, I think, what made it awkward because the 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 dynamics of their relationship had changed. And it was awkward for, you know, for Alpha and, and for Lydia both because neither one was in the roles that they were supposed to be in. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? The, you know, the, the familiar roles. So... Yeah. And I can, and, you know, and she was even like, yeah, you know, I, I'm going to, I'm going to let you stay, but you're not going to be happy, you know? Right. <laughs> and now I, I do wonder if she took Carl before or after that confrontation. And I'm going to say before. After. You think before? I think before, because otherwise he would have been at the movies. Yes, you're right. You're right. So even before right. the confrontation between mm-hmm. her and Lydia, you know, Alpha had already decided that Henry was going to die. Well, she had decided that before when she wanted Lydia to kill Henry. Mm-hmm. Because he was, you know, messing with her daughter to the point where yeah. she's starting to question me and rebel. So mm-hmm. we got to get rid of you. Um, yep. But I like that you brought up the crying because I was shocked. I'm like, she actually shed a tear over her damn daughter. I couldn't even mm-hmm. believe it. I'm like, what? Like, that's kind of out of character. Like, she lost control and she was really upset about it. Yeah. Well, I mean, for all the the fact that she is a monster, you know, the fact Lydia is her daughter. And there are, you know, even the most abusive person has feelings towards the person they're abusing. Believe it or not. Oh, yeah. Um, And it's and it is that love that that allows the control without it. There, there will never be that level of control. So, I mean, she did love her daughter. Um, but she also knew that she can't force her to live the way they are. Because the way they live, Lydia can just wander away at any point. Mm-hmm. And it would be this constant, you know, pulling her back over and over again. Um, which Alpha can't have because that would just undermine her entire authority. 
if she can't keep control of her own daughter, if her own daughter has decided that their way of life is not for for her, then other people who are on the fence and there are and you can see that there are people on the fence. Mm-hmm. Um, it would be too much. So she made a calculated decision. She was going to cut ties. But that didn't I, I but I do think it hurt because in her own twisted way, she did love her daughter and she was giving her up. Yeah. And she and the fact is, is if there is a war, if they do, if there is a confrontation. Lydia will never be safe. On it, you know, so, you know, I, I think that did actually um, did upset her. But man, she did not want that anyone to know about her weakness because that guy who saw her dead. <laughs> right, exactly. So yeah. one listener says, did you see Beta's look when Alpha said she was letting Lydia stay with them? Mm-hmm. He's like, yeah, shot. <laughs> Excuse me? <laughs> yeah. I feel like we went through all of that. You're you're going to let her stay here? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I mean, and and again, I I I don't think he is thinking of the long term because li- he obviously has very strong feelings for Alpha, and I think they extend extended towards Lydia. You know, not maybe care, you know, protection, but she was part of the unit, and I I don't think he realized at that point in time that you can't keep someone who doesn't want to stay there unless you're willing to either watch them 24 hours a day or keep them stayed down. Mm-hmm. And they can't do either the way they live. Mm-hmm. Um, and she would much too much, I mean, or, or even dragging her back and, and doing and, and, and staking her out so she can't leave is nothing but an example of Alpha not being able to lead. It's an undermining of her own power. So she knew she couldn't bring Lydia back, not the way she is. Yeah. But... You know, Beta was surprised because, again, falling back into those roles, Lydia should have, after years of conditioning, had just submitted to her as soon as she says, you're coming with me. And Lydia didn't. No. Nope, she didn't. And and I am pretty sure that Beta even thought, oh, all we have to do is separate her from these people and she will come willingly home. I don't think it has really sunk in for him yet that she's no longer one of them. Yeah, I mean, uh, what is the word? I guess I'm the the damage is done, so to speak. You know, mm-hmm. you can't undo it. The the right the door's been opened, <laughs> the jar's off. You can't That's seal right. it back. Um, and they have to realize that. Well, Be- um, Alpha realizes that mm-hmm. Beta needs to. There's no going right. back. Right. So you know, I mean, it's a lot of di- there's a lot of different dynamics going on in this, but. You know, it was interesting to see, you know, because she's got the tears. She's obviously in grief or not grief, but she is very upset. The guy sees her and she, I mean, just stabs him. Yeah. And and she's very cool about it. You know, she just kind of, you know, motions him over and he's completely, you know, unsuspecting. Her normal punching bag is gone. So she needed something else to get her frustration out with. Well, it wasn't just that. She doesn't want to have anyone see her cry. Right. Again, she has never shown any weakness and she will not because, yeah. you know, her her entire power base, like Negan, is based on brutal power. Yeah. But I you feel know. like she was more angry that she couldn't control her and not mm-hmm. as angry that, oh, I've lost my daughter. Oh, I'm sure it was both. You know, I'm, I'm sure it was a help, you know, a healthy mixture of both. But mm-hmm. again, she couldn't let anyone else see that she was even bothered by it because oh, Beta that saw though, but he walked away. Right. And I mean, but again, her and Beta have a different relationship than the rest of her followers. Yeah. Cause you he know. chase after her like a puppy. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Although I, I will not be surprised if there is not a confrontation between Beta and Carol. Beta and Carol. Really? Oh, think about it. Beta, or not Beta, I'm not, I didn't mean Beta, Alpha, Alpha and Carol. Okay, yeah, I can see that. You know, it's, you know, I I could, I have no problem seeing that. Now, whether the writers will do anything with it, you know, but it would not surprise me one bit if there there wasn't a confrontation between the two of them. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm, wow. And Carol has not gotten soft over the years. No, she she hasn't. (laughs) You know, she set people on fire, okay? 
<laughs> Even though she that has- was a few years ago now, though. That was a few. That was before the second time jump or whatever. Yeah. Oh, I, well, wait a minute. I thought it was. No, it was on their way when they were taking uh, Henry to the uh, uh, to Hilltop. Oh, was it? Yes. Oh, my God. I'm losing track of time. Yeah, because it was right after that that they ran into to Daryl and Daryl came with them to, oh, to Hilltop. Right. Oh, I'm losing yeah, time. So yeah, so it wasn't all that long ago. No. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like all of these, I just wish, okay, I, I think all the time jumps are screwing with me. Like we had two, we've had three time movements in one season. Yeah. A big one, a, a not so big one, and then a little mini one at the end. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, although I have to say with Carol's long hair and the fact that she has, you know, her bow and arrow and stuff, she looks like a little elf. Oh, God. <laughs> Doesn't she? Doesn't I guess she, she does have, now that you say you know, it. Yeah. You know, she's got the white hair and it's back in the, you know, it's not in braids. It's just pulled back there. And that, and so, yeah, anyway, she looks like an elf. But she does. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I think the other, like, I, I, other than that, you know, the, the, the alpha crying thing, I, I think we pretty much hit on everything else. So, you know, more or less. Yeah. I mean, it's a lot to talk about. Um, unfortunately, we're almost out of time here. Because, uh, you know, your girl's got to work out. You know, got goals. That's okay, because it's Corey and I's fifth anniversary, so we're going out for dinner tonight. Oh, happy anniversary, you guys. Wish oh, Lisa you. happy anniversary. So fun. <laughs> yes. Yay. Okay, so we're going to end things there, guys. Go ahead and comment uh, in the comments below or find us on uh, Twitter or in the Facebook group and all that fun stuff. And we can talk to you guys next week for the finale, the end of the season. Oh, schedule some time for us. Okay, anyway. Yeah. Do you know, uh, how long is that episode supposed to be? Do you know? I don't know. Mm-mm. Okay, because I, I want to say that they've, it's an hour and a half, but I'm not for sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i have to look. Okay. Well, it might be a long one. Let's hope. Let's hope. Let's cross our fingers. Well, this one was an hour and 24 minutes, so, you know, they better not jip us on the ending. Yeah, I know, right? I feel like it'll be solid. They've been doing a good job. I feel like we won't be mad. I hope, well, I'm sure we're going to be mad, but in a good way. <laughs> right. <You know? laughs> exactly. All right, guys. That's it. We're going to call it a night, and we'll catch you guys next week. Take care, everybody. Bye-bye. Thanks for tuning in today. If you enjoyed the episode, please let us know your thoughts on today's recap. Join the conversation, and you may hear your comments on next week's show. Tweet at us using our hashtag, The Recap Live. You can find Tamara on Twitter at Shelf Addiction, and you can find Lisa on Twitter at Lisa Orban Author. Call our voicemail at area code 248-230-2626, or by using the free voicemail link in the show notes from anywhere around the world. If you'd like even more content, be sure to join us on our Facebook group and on Patreon. The links are below in the show notes. The Recap is a part of the Shelf Addiction Podcast Network. You can also reach us via email at info at shelfaddiction.com. Until next time, happy viewing.